Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, welcome to part two of a discussion about attention to details. I'm joined by Lindsay Kane. Who else? Oh, God, where have I put my notes? It's Josh Jones and uh, Rhys Morgan. Josh, in, in stand-up, really, when we talk about the actual material itself, I mean, the literal stuff we weave together to make jokes, detail isn't always that important, is it? I mean, in fashion, I think almost any item you're paying a substantial amount of money for, if you got told, yeah, we didn't really give a shit about the detail, you know, it's Versace, we just knock that one out without looking, I'd be like, well, you ain't having my fucking money then. Whereas if, if it was a joke and it's someone like me who's got different wording each night, some nights I don't finish bits, some nights I do things in a different order, people find that exciting. I got the detail was just totally missing and it just rolled around. It's more the delivery, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's interesting that attention to detail doesn't seem to have any impact on the quality of jokes. If you're on stage for an hour as well, like, when you, like if I'm doing a full hour, I'll forget a bit or miss a bit, but they don't know. As long as you get the same reaction, and because we can hear the response, the laughing, yeah. so like that's that's when we know we're doing a good job because they're pissing themselves laughing. But if I fuck the joke up, as long as they don't really notice, and even if they did, if I get myself out of it, like we're in a job where you can you can mess it up in front of them, and then if you you got enough experience to get yourself out of it. They they mm. like, oh, look at that. Do you know what I mean? It's because you've got that instant feedback, like you say, you can hear. Whereas you know, Reese would need to know the details of a person to know which kind of bag to suggest. So you know, it's not yeah. instant, is it? So that's why, obviously, different jobs require different things. I think when talking about comedy, though, it's something about vulnerability. Like people like mm. find that endearing yeah. and I actually prefer to watch a gag reel over some like an actual sitcom comedy so I think it's yeah. like something about that whereas if you're buying a handbag for thousands of pounds it's not something you want to feel vulnerable in yeah so, that's you know, true that's it's, the argument it's it was it is exactly what I was going to say Reese. I said I wonder if when it comes to things that are emotionally received and stand-up is provokes laughter love relationships novels poetry too much precision too much attention to detail can shut you. You can see the cogs turning. So if you're in like a bedroom situation uh, and I'm like, right, chart one of how the oral sex will be delivered, you can see in slide, even if it's going to be the most perfect experience, there's something like, oh, fuck off, man. You like to see a few mistakes in singing even. This is why I think a programme like The Voice 
it never produces the amount of stars it should because we don't necessarily want perfect, faultless attention to detail voices. We want quavers, wavers, vulnerability, bits that go wrong, craggy bit. It's the opposite of something like fashion where I want to zoom in with an eyeglass and see the fucking stitching on my Birkin and know it's the real deal. However, I think like talking from like a business perspective, like if you was to land on our website or anything like that, you'd think, wow, like this is polished, this is pristine, that you wouldn't find a mistake anywhere. But I think that's why our our TV show done so well because people want to see behind the scenes. Mm. They want to see the fuck ups. They want to see like me not being able to find something. (laughs) And actually all that comes with it is fine as long as the end product is Mm. fine. And I think when you're talking about emotion, like you just touched on with comedy and things like that, um, what I found is in in my business, like people generally spending thousands of pounds on items, that it's a really emotional purchase, whether it's their husband buying it for them, whether it's them sort of saved up for years for this piece for their 40th birthday. It's really, really emotional. And I think people see accessories, jewellery, watches, handbags as sort of really superficial, but actually mm. it's super emotional for it some is. people. And especially that it sort of, your handbag's an extension of yourself. So it, it holds your belongings. It's with you on your person at all times. I think people take that kind of thing for granted. I probably sound like a crazy bag lady, but I'm, <laughs> I'm all right with it. I think before lockdown, You would have. But I think what we realised during lockdown is when you grow your hair out, don't put any clothes on and don't go out, you're not your full self. You do express yourself with these external things. I mean, something as basic as a haircut for those of us lucky enough lads to still have our hair, listeners. (laughs) But, you know, it really, hairdressers, you realised how important they were and and that how your hair is and how your hair sits is is a part of you, an an extension of yourself. Anyway, we don't want to drift off because I want to talk about social media now social media is an important aspect for everything we do here whether you know it's comedy or particularly when it comes to fashion and handbags it's like instagram was designed for it almost and certainly uh lynn's in anything to do with the areas we're going into biohacking and property social media has ramped these up stand up josh there's no doubt about it me and you are active everywhere being funny as we can be on social media to let's face it vlog more tickets i mean sorry to express ourselves creatively (laughs) um But do you think the price we're paying as a society, Josh, is that people are less detail-oriented now than before social media? I can literally now think of any Birkin handbag from any era and see it within a second. I don't have to work. Then I could get bored and scroll past it and be looking at a cat. Then I could be looking at Josh doing a joke. Then I could be looking at a house I want to buy and renovate. All within 10 seconds. That can't be good for us, can it, Josh? I think social media and like if you're talking clothes and details, I I think um, buying clothes online or because um, you like when adverts come up on Instagram, I think it's it's better because I've bought certain stuff and then it, the algorithm realised oh this is what you like and and then now I'm like oh my god I've got a style. It's like a free stylist because they're like, oh, this is your brand. And they gave me a full fucking wardrobe, basically. Do you know what I mean? That you sat in, that you're currently sat in, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I've got loads of fun jumpers and then it realised I like fun jumpers and now there's just loads of them being advertised to me. So maybe it's helped me be detailed, but I'm so fucking lazy that I need my clothes thrown at me on Instagram and I'll go, oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> but, Reese, don't you think if we got back in a time machine 30 years and found found the average enthusiastic fashion consumer, they would go into the shop more, look at clothes, touch them, even smell them if it's a, le- a leather item. That's gone now. Someone like me is more than satisfied with a 20-second scroll 
Is that a good thing or not? Um, I think, I mean, it's a great thing for me and my business because we can Obviously. put things in front of people comedy. a lot quicker comedy, and make it... Yeah, I think there is something to be said, just touching on what you said earlier about the sort of attention to detail in social media. I think it's really easy for people to really realise that you're not genuine. So like with you guys pushing out jokes and things and you might think it's not the most attention to detail thing, but people really appreciate because it's genuine over someone that's sort of manufacturing online just to make themselves look like a better person. I think that's Mm. when it gets quite dangerous. But like in terms of going back 50 years, I think definitely, I think people obviously consumed a lot less as well. Um, and social media has just sort of boosted that incredibly. Linz, what do you what do you think? Have we become less detailed people? Is social media impacting on how we are able to look at detail properly? Or am I just, you know, is this a false lead I'm on here? No, I, th- I think, I th- well, I think, I think it, we just want everything instant. Because I, I hate social media, but I know that I need to be creating content for, we're about to launch a new business and I need to be creating content for it. And, but I hate it. So it's like, oh, what do I do? And when I've spoken to people in the same boat as me, they, what stops them is because the, when the content that they put out, they want it to be perfect. And they're like, I'd rather not do it unless it's perfect. And I think I've got, I've got to get my head around it, just get it out, get the content out. It doesn't matter if it's, pristine and perfect and just just get it out that's the get the message out but I think like with with your stand-up Russ like when you do your canings and stuff you used to edit them didn't you at first and it would take you quite well not a while but it would take you a little bit whereas now you just can do it in one cut you don't have to edit so I think maybe you have just either I'll go around the business like I'm showing (laughs) you just a bit more lots of work and editing lots of writing Josh it takes hours no, but it's either either you're com- more comfortable and confident in that style or of content slide. that you're doing. Go on, say. Oh yeah, so, so <laughs> that's what I mean. No, but that that's that's you know. So have you have you just become like less obsessed with the, the, those yes. kind of attention details? Yeah, yeah. and the answer, maybe. yeah, yeah, I have, yeah, I do. It's a gateway drug to like giving less shit about details, in my opinion. I feel like that though, like because um, when it was like, oh, you you need to you know push on Instagram more, you need to do all this sort of shit, and then I would put more effort into stuff that was going on there. Whereas now I've got like a podcast where we film it, and I just put, well, there's a clip, get a clip from that. You can have there's two clips for social media, like and it's that's good, yeah. Less like because as well, like I think loads of people focus on social media so much and then when you watch them live you're like fucking hell you should have focused on that a bit more <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so like and social media is a tool in it like an advertising tool yeah mm-hmm. so you know, i don't want to spend too much on it i'd rather work on the product yeah there's something to be said about like earlier when you were talking about sort of balancing all these plates i think you can really there's a lot of people that really focus on social media too much so that the actual thing they're promoting sort of slips between their hands. Good point. That's that's like a really big risk for people. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I've got a question for everyone here. So obviously everyone's talking about cancel culture and all of this. It's a massive conversation, way too big for a side strand on here. But I wonder, the rise of cancel culture, everyone wants us to disbelieve because there's evil lefties going around waiting to stop people being racist or groping each other. Uh, but I actually believe what's happening to a certain extent is it's so easy to post and say stuff while you've got a coffee in your hand and you're not concentrating that I do think some people genuinely make mistakes. There's been some horrific stuff. I'm not defending things that people have posted, but sometimes and it's normally some poor, confused man in his 60s from another era goes, I genuinely just saw that as a joke. I didn't think through the sexist, racist, homophobic implications. It was just a funny picture. And I, sometimes I think that poor fucker's probably telling the truth. What 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 if he's telling the truth? We've all done it in a second. Having a coffee, oh, that's funny. Reshare, and you've not zoomed in, and there's a fucking swastika at the center of it. It could happen to any one of us. And the faster and the more social media you're consuming, the less attention to detail you had. Could could it be a little part of what's boosting this cancel culture thing? I think so. I think I had a conversation with my team this morning. I, I don't know if you've all heard about what's going on with Balenciaga and yeah. the child pornography stuff. It's like that's a prime example. I haven't. Just, just sorry. No, just tell us what's happening. So Balenciaga have um, released their latest campaign, which is for gifting and homeware and things, and it sort of features children, but they're holding um, teddy bears that are wearing bondage, oh. and there's sort of other campaigns and things which have sort of text and messages from books ripped out, which sort of talk about child pornography, which obviously goes against everything that we're all about. Um, but we were sort of saying this morning, it's just an oversight. Like literally for Balenciaga, like they didn't have that attention to detail. They didn't have those touch bases where people were looking at every detail of the image and it's just gone out. And um, obviously it happens to the people at the top, like even still. So yeah, it's difficult how people recover from it as well. Because obviously a brand like Balenciaga, it's a billion pound business that's not going to stop running but it's just how people move forward from it when it wasn't them that actually mm. caused the mistake in the in the first place because it was a set designer that done it so but the other side of that is is that true or do you think they're just doing damage control now they're just like fuck no, we we'll fucked up instead of you... going fuck we just that's what i mean you will never know we've got to go by what they're saying but it could be they thought it was like really edgy and quirky and and, you know, we don't know the top people could have signed that off and they're just doing damage control mm. now, right? Let's just say we're going to sue these people and so it's not our fault because too much is like state now. I was just going to say, you two would know best, yeah. like when the joke doesn't hit, it's like... Oh, when it doesn't hit on social media. In the theatre is one thing. The most you're going to get is an ooh or a bit of a boo and everyone forgets about mm. it. If that's filmed and then put out, you're in a different world. Yeah. yeah, well, with the Balenciaga thing, surely that campaign would have gone through so many 
like eyes before it got put out that it's hard to believe that no one would have been like hang on do you know what I mean whereas like with stand up a lot of times like we just fucking just do it and we're our own we're our own like moral compass whereas with the Balenciaga yeah it would have probably gone through about 20 different people at least Mm. yeah yeah, even in my business, I mean, we're not a global brand, but we've got a lot of eyes on us. Like, even when we do a Christmas campaign that's a Chanel bag with a, a gift wrap box, like, we've got 10 people looking over it to make sure it's yeah. sense checked it would... and it's, it looks good. Like, so it is, it is hard to believe that no one noticed. You'd think twice yeah. if there was a nana in a gimp mask holding it, you would go, is that right? <laughs> yeah, is a child holding a bear in bondage uh, right? Probably but Josh, if you, what do you think of this idea that social media makes it easier to make a mistake and be cancelled? Because you're so quick. Have How near have you sailed to anything, Josh, where there's been any blowback? Probably one of your punchlines, the word blowback. There's certainly <laughs> stuff where, like, you've said stuff and, you, and then people have commented and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't even think that that could be offensive. Well, look at Joe Lysett. This is last week. Joe Lysett, a colleague of ours, did what on everyone would have thought on paper, great stunt. What people were saying in homes and in pubs, regular working class folk were saying, that's fucking disgusting what you're shredding money for. Not understanding the point, it's to drive awareness uh, about homophobia in, in Qatar. Now, had that been a newspaper advert back in the day or something he did on stage, would it have had the same incendiary level of blowback as putting it out on social media where millions within seconds are watching it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, and and then because he was dead smart, wasn't he? Like afterwards was like, oh, I didn't do it, ha, 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 because he knew what yeah. people's reactions would be. So he used social media. Like he actually used, like pre- predicted what people's reactions would be and then used it, mm-hmm. um, which then made the point that they cared more about that than about yes. the initial yeah. point, which so then it was loads of different. It was like inception of points, like <laughs> fucking up. Right, so, me and you just trying to get a pun on the word carrot. Yeah. <laughs> so we can do another routine. <laughs> but you, but have you ever fucked up? Have you ever? Do you do you agree with my point that it's it's fueling cancellation social media? I think it definitely fuels cancellation, and equally, like no one wants to watch social media where everyone's on edge and it's a place that's supposed to be fun and like be an environment where you can lose yourself in it but like even filming my show which is really like hearted and just about my business like I find myself not censoring myself but really questioning everything that I'm saying and it's just doesn't become it doesn't feel as authentic as well so I hope that's not the way that it ends up but I think people are scared to talk in some ways. As always, we head into the bedroom and into the romantic area at the at the end of our discussions. Uh, I mean, we did touch on it earlier, but does it take two to tango or is it always a turn off if someone's more detail orientated on a first date? <laughs> I even do stand up about it, Josh. You've probably seen me perform this routine. I've done it so many fucking hundreds of times. And the reason I've done it so many hundreds of times and the audience still love it is it appears that I've stumbled across an actual truth rather than a fake stand up truth that most successful, not all of them, but at least 90% of relationships have one super organised, detail-obsessed, you know, printing out the holiday on TripAdvisor, stacking the dishwasher, never been in debt, save up for what they want, mixed with someone who can't pick up a sock. Like, most couples seem to have a detail and a non-detail. So my question is, 
does one of you need to be detail oriented to get laid? <laughs> uh, well, you're talking to someone who gets bummed all the time. So because yes, <laughs> we have to, these, you know, fiber pills, douching. There's a lot of preparation. Wow. See, there's a lot more attention to detail than you think, Josh. I'd be like, can we order the starters first? <laughs> How much fibers in the start? <laughs> it's reckless. <laughs> Well, that's another thing, like, genuinely, like, I now have been, you know, not to brag, been banging boys for a decade now. And, <laughs> um, and like, in that time, I figured out, oh, no, this is how I do it. So when I'm dating someone, especially when we've been dating for a while and we know we're going to have sex, I'll have sex first, then re-shower and then go out because then I can eat and not worry about it. So, like... It is it's a bit vulgar talking about it, but like with yeah. sex, is loads of preparation. You have to be really prepared, really. I suppose it's something I've never uh, pondered that <laughs> the detail at that end of the day. I mean, yeah. I think I was talking more as, as lovely as it is to learn about your douche and, and fiber. <laughs> well, I thought, well, I thought that's like... what you was talking no, about. No, no, what, listen, listen, listen. This is an open, safe space. I want, I, you know, I, I love learning stuff like that, and it's it's gone straight into the memory bank that one. But Reese, I, I think also just moving back just a few steps before Josh piles us into the travel lodge and pounds us into dust. Is it sexually attractive, someone who is dead detail-oriented, if you're like a kind of, uh, which restaurant was it? I thought you said Pizza Express. How can I think that? It's this posh pizza. I don't know where I'm going. The other, and the other guy's like pushing his specs up, going, well, this is what I planned. Well, I'm the guy pushing my specs up. So <laughs> I, I don't know. You're telling You'd have to ask my partner, but like I said, we're complete opposite. So is it attractive like... not to? Is it attractive someone who is unlike you then, who isn't focused on details? Does that empower you and feel like you've got something special? Uh, I'm not sure it's something I've thought about, but it just works. I feel like we both just slot into each other's lives and complement each other in in the best ways possible. He also he has some attention to detail, but like I said, he is ADHD and he. But he also lets me relax. I'm I have a stick up my ass, excuse the pun, twenty four seven. So <laughs> as long it's as you're like prepared, we're fine. The, <laughs> yeah, as long as I've had my fiber that day, I'm fine. <laughs> but he uh he really he really relaxes me and makes me just switch off mm. and I'm I'm not so like tense all the time when I'm around him. So it does work, definitely. But but Lynn, but Lynn, so do you think like with women sometimes they start their dating lives not wanting a guy that's got attention to detail, a guy that does seem chaotic and unpredictable, and they finish by the time they get to their mid to late 20s thinking, yeah, fuck that, where's Mr Muscle? Well, me personally, I find it a turn on when, when like on a first date, going, right, I've booked here, we're going to go here at this time, and they, they because, because they've put thought into it, it yep. seems like they care and they want to impress me and, you know, and for it to work out nice a nice night so I would find it a turn on at the same time I quite like the chaos yeah. so like if my partner plans something he's like I don't know where we're going we're just gonna go and find out and do whatever and I quite like that as well because but was that on the first date zone. though uh pretty much yeah really you see I wouldn't so, mind it yeah. like after the first date but on the first date you're gonna put your best foot forward haven't you really yeah Everything else, if you're Josh. Uh, just put your dick forward. If you... No, but Josh, but, but, so, okay, we've had a bit of a laugh of that, about it, but it's, it's nice of you to be honest like that, Josh. But do you, do you not think someone like me who's inclined to be detail oriented and would love a chart and a schedule, well, this is when snogging will start. Yeah, I have to hold that in because I know it's a, it can be a turn off, can't it? If you turn up and go, right, I've prepared, I've my fiber intake. Oh, no, but I, I, I only do that with someone I've been dating. 
and yeah. we're like we've already we're like we're seeing each other so like it's but just would you weird. find it a turn off if someone was too detailed focused on that first date is like right well obviously it'd be nice if we're shagging by 11 p.m because i've got an early start <laughs> well well uh, that's what one of the things because i do the douching and stuff it, i'd never do that till the fourth date so it actually stops me from being a slut i don't shag until date four <laughs> but i um but with the it's not I what do, i heard i do find <laughs> It never happened. I've never shagged anyone on the circuit. It's like, I, uh, but I do find it really attractive when I get, I just need to be told what to do. Like even in career, like we've got agents and stuff. They say where to go, what time to be there. I just show up, act a dickhead, get paid and leave. And that's like, I like that in my relationship. They're like, we're going here. And then I just, turn up and be like Woo. yeah <laughs> well we're, we're out of time i should have my eye on the details in fact we're over by four minutes thank you very much uh reese morgan <laughs> josh jones josh uh any can we see you on tour at the moment where should we go to find out about your tour dates what's coming on where can uh, we watch you on telly if you follow me on instagram there's a link tree with dates and stuff i've just finished a tour and um, but i'm doing the soho theater at the first weekend of february and then that's that tour done lovely jubbly and if you want to find out about reese morgan of course stalk on social media or even head to 4od where you can catch up on episodes of second hand for 50 grand anything else going on that we should look out for reese just lots and lots of handbags you can check out my website which is zoops which is xupes.com and of course Lindsay kane uh, follow on social media and, and follow me where i talk about her and mock her all the time as a way of generating <laughs> income thanks very much for listening this has been uh, Russell Kane's Man Baggage. Thank you to my guests, Reese Morgan, Josh Jones, Lindsay Kane. Uh, if you do like this podcast, if you come here as fans of either of these two people and it's the first time you listen to it, do hang around, hit subscribe and double check it. It's all in the details, guys. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.